We're back in our 20th hour of Hot Barrett Jackson auction action here in beautiful Des Moines, Iowa. That's right, Don. We've sold over six zillion worth of fine automobiles and collectibles, and we've still got 2,298 lots to go. Good thing they pay us overtime on our overdrive, Rat Bill. That's right, Don. I once hit a man with my car when I was drunk in Laredo. I just kept driving. I don't know if he made it. You uh, said it, buddy. We go now live to Sally Paddlebra, who has a little something special for us. Thanks, boys. I'm here with Jake Cassidy, owner of this incredible car. This is Jake. What is this, Jake? Well, Sally, this is my Dodge M4S. It's powered by a one-of-a-kind Chrysler 2.2-liter four-cylinder that can exceed 194 miles per hour. (laughs) That seems awfully fast for such a small motor. Well, it's also turbocharged with the souls of the damned and boosted by the ghosts of uh, vengeance. Uh, what? See, when I've been sent to enact revenge upon those who have inflicted pain upon the innocent, my car and I combine to deal swift justice on any who are found deserving, a judge, jury, and executioner scenario. I think it's best if we go back to the studio. Bill? Don? I'm winning. Wow, what an awesome ride there, and what an awesome guy. Yeah, he seemed like he was a real enthusiast and a lover of the hobby. If your hobby is murder and villiangelism. Villiangelism? We're going to take a quick commercial break, but then we'll be back with the car from Black Moon Rising. Keep it right here on Speed. Hello and welcome to another fine, fast, furious, well, okay, maybe it's not so fast and furious episode of Stinger Madness! Woot woot! Woot woot is the word that's a meme from 2005, hashtag look it up, fuckers! I know who let the dogs out. It was those guys in Florida. (laughs) I saw it on Saturday Night Live. And the dog shot him in the butt with his own gun. I did not see that on the news at all. That was on Saturday Night Live as well. Huh. Are you just saying that because you're trying to tie Florida into any type of situation where people shoot each other? Dog and gun crime? Yeah, dog and gun crime and people dying is Florida. I think of Florida more as gator bait action. You know, there's some gators and they're like hanging out by the beach and they're like, that one looks like she eats a lot of sausage. That's a Let's good qu- get that one. That's a good question. Did gator bait take place in Florida, the, the Everglades, or was that Louisiana? Oh, I thought it was Louisiana. I thought it was uh, the bayou in, uh, yeah, that's Louisiana, right? Bayou is kind of not really region specific. I don't know. We're from the north. I thought it was Louisiana. Hey, you know what we didn't ever have a problem with? Black people. <laughs> so here we go. It's streaming do's and don'ts. Jackie and I have toured some crap this week. You didn't even introduce us. I'm Sam. Oh, I'm Jackie. Yeah. God damn it. I We're on this show, too. We have times. teeth in everything. I do all that of at our least teeth. ten times an episode. I actually never had my wisdom teeth pulled. I have got all of them. 
It seems like the more we drink before we start doing this show, the more I forget to introduce you guys. Because I've just been hanging out with you for, well, I'm married to one of you. Take your Sam. pick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Sam and Jackie are here. How are you guys? Great. <laughs> okay. So The Nun. The Nun on Netflix. <laughs> this movie was awesome. <laughs> so here's the deal with The Nun. It's a spooky ghost movie. Sure. Fine. Great. It's got a four rating on uh, a 4.8 on IMDb. A 4.8, which is quite high for any spooky ghost movie uh, other than the paranormal activities, which I still don't understand. But The Nun, it's a uh, uh, straight out of Mexico movie. The Our neighbors to the south are making some wild and crazy business again. We remember Mexican film from such films as Santa Claus and The Pod People. Nah, pod people was Spanish, my friend. Oh, well, that's the same language. Whatever. Oh, I thought witching even... and bitching was also... Uh, witching and bitching was 100% Spanish, which is a great film. The Nun, though. Jackie? Yes, I watched this with my mother and then made Justin watch it so I could play tap-tap games on my tablet. She claimed that she had never seen this movie before, and then she picked it, having already seen it and knowing that it was shit. And it was so awesome the second time around. Because Justin was so bored. <laughs> I was squirming in my chair going, oh, oh, this sucks. This sucks so bad. And they had a crippled boob lady. This lady, like, should have just fallen over, like, technically. Her boobs were so big. Like a technical foul in movies. Yeah, it was like, how can... Okay, so she's got a limp, first off. So her equilibrium is not very good. And then right. I'm thinking, you have huge, gigantic boobs. So if somebody even tips you one way or the other, you're going down. But she didn't fall down once in the movie. I was really disappointed. The I give the nun a stinker do not. I give it a do. It was awesome. Oh, it sucks so bad. If if you like shitty spooky ghost movies, I guess this is one of the shittier ones, but not And it for has me. Catholicism in it. Oh, that that's actually the hallmark of a very good uh, generally speaking, if you can get Catholicism and some uh deep seated bullshit in Catholicism, like, oh, we can uh use the stigmata for horror. All of a sudden, you've just amplifi amplified the uh, feeling of it, and you've multiplied your fans by, like, ten. <laughs> Whoa! That's, like, twice as many as they had before. Oh, yes. <laughs> One times ten is ten, which what? is a lot more than twice. I mean, your math is kind of crappy. <laughs> <laughs> zero times ten, still zero. I, I give the nun a do not, a stinker do not. Next up, oh, Jackie, you give it a, a do, though. I do. Okay. Do it. Next up is the trauma film, Surf Nazis Must Die. I have not seen this either. Uh, do not. Hmm. Okay. What's your thoughts behind the do not there? It was just so stupid and boring. It's a trauma film. It was dumb. Huh. Well, I actually really like Surf Nazis Must Die. It's not the same level of gratuity that you would come to normally expect expect from a trauma film. There's not so much gruesome effects and silly cheesy effects. It's more of gruesome effects and, and cheesy, cheesy effects. effects. Right. It's more of a tale of uh vengeance. It's and woe. I could see this coming more out of uh maybe Italy than trauma. A, essentially, there's some n Nazis who happen to be surfers living on the beach. Well, you got to live up the title. It's got one of the greatest titles of all time. So you're saying this is a cross between spaghetti, uh, special effects, and Dario Argento? A bit. A bit. Okay. Uh, now, they kill a black guy, because we all know that Nazis don't like the black people. Sure. And his mother 
takes hostile vengeance upon the surf Nazis. Now, there's also a rival gang of dude bros from Long Beach that can't kill the surf Nazis. They try to invade the surf Nazis and fight the surf Nazis. The surf Nazis kill the shit out of them because they're, they're better fighters, I guess. There's Anybody? also ninja. Ninja. Yeah, there's ninja fighters that try to take on the surf no- Nazis, but it all comes down to this one giant black woman whose son has been murdered by the surf Nazis because they're fascists. And I think it's great. This is hands down my favorite trauma movie I have ever seen in my life. Huh. Higher than the Toxic Avenger, higher than the Class of Newcomb High, much higher than the Return to Newcomb High. I didn't really like Class of Newcomb High. I thought Class of Newcomb High was okay. Uh, much higher than Thanks Killing and, uh. What was the chicken one? That was pretty funny. Chicken, yeah. The, the turkey the, one. That's Thanks Killing. No, that's no, Thanks no, Killing. No, the, the one with the turkey the, restaurant one. The chicken restaurant with Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, and the singing it. and dancing and the poop monster. That was okay. That I was, that, that was funny. Yeah. That was a very funny movie. Don't expect a trauma movie by watching Surf Nazis Must Die. Killer title, slower paced, less gratuity. It's actually maybe borderline an all right film. All right. Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. You, uh, the Kentucky Fried movie. Oh, uh, Surf Nazi- Nazis Must Die is on Netflix. The Kentucky Fried movie currently streaming on ShoutFactory.tv. Ooh, do Shout Factory has their own streaming now? They do. There's, I, I believe you can stream it on your Roku. I don't know about uh, Apple devices, Chromecast, but I know you can't do it on Xbox or PlayStation devices, but definitely on Roku. Does it cost money? It does not. That's good news. Yeah, and there's actually uh, a couple Blank. Jackie Chan fl- flicks in there. There's like uh, 20 uh, Mystery Science Theater movies, but uh, one of them is the Kentucky Fried movie. Which was hilarious. That's good news that Shot Factory has kind of come on board with all this, because uh, they've got a, a library of some classic stinkers. Mm-hmm. One of them being Kentucky Fried movie. Jackie, you said it's very funny. Yeah, I've already said do it like a bazillion times. Yeah, I also do it. Zucker Brothers movie. Uh, Isaac Abraham, the other guy. Remember his name? I think it's Isaac Abraham. Nope. The guy that did Top Secret, the Hot Shots movies. Uh, just a classic slapstick type of guy. But uh, this is not your this is not your grandfather's slapstick. Actually, it is. It's just you're more familiar with the Naked Guns, the Top Secrets, the uh, Top the- Secret was him. Uh, right, alone. right, right. This, so was uh, uh, Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Two or him alone. This is much more adult. A lot of racy content. This is borderline like, whoa. Uh, actually, no, this is not one for the kiddies. We, you, we can watch uh, Hot Shots and uh, Naked Gun and Top Secret at any age. This one your parents do not want you to see. It is quite gratuitous. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I loved it. This is, I think, the third time I've seen it. Total do. Every time it's a do. Oh, yeah. I have seen it a long time ago, and I remember laughing my ass off on two of them, and then the other ones were just okay, but it is a total do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not as it's not as high quality as, say, a Top Secret or a Hot Shots 1, but... I, I, uh, what is the Woody Allen sketch comedy? Uh, everything that you wanted to know about sex but were afraid to ask... It's the same way, like, most of it sucks, but there's two of them that are so fucking funny in everything that you wanted to know but were afraid to ask uh, when they have the control room of the brain before a man's about to have sex. That shit is so funny that it makes the rest of the movie worth watching. 
I thought that was the same way about uh, the Kentucky Fried movie is that two of them are so funny that it makes the rest of it worth it. Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty rad. Last but not least, I think Sam's seen this movie. I don't know about Jackie, but I went ahead and did a retour of George A. Romero's Day of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is the one at the mall, right? Correct. I have never seen Day of the Dead. Oh, no, okay. I have seen Day of the Dead, but I cannot, I will not weigh in because I, this is one on my list to revisit. Uh, it was a good choice on my part. Uh, the zombie business, as we know, has gotten so out of control that just anything with the word zombie in it, people are going to watch and people are starting to get sick of it and, and Walking Dead, just face it, isn't that good. Uh, go back to the guy that started the whole genre. <coughs> I gave Day of the Dead another star. I gave I gave it a bump up from the first time I saw it because I think that I appreciated it more of a story piece as opposed to a gory zombie movie. It's very gory. Tom Savini does his job just as he always does. People getting ripped in half and and none of it's uh digital. Uh it's all actual creature feature effects and the practical st- effects. Yeah, practical effects. It's and it's re- actually really good science fiction. Uh, I really enjoyed it the second time around, even though at the first time I had seen it, I just came off Dawn of the Dead, which I thought was one of the silliest movies I'd ever seen, and I wanted to see another silly zombie movie. This is not a silly zombie movie. Even though the zombies in this movie are a little silly, it is not a silly zombie movie because the people in the film are much more of a danger to themselves and each other than the zombies are it's a breakdown of how people can work together and uh try to do accomplish any task and they do not because they're all fucking nutsacks one of the things that i've noticed about romero's films and that he's the kind of uh the authority on zombies because of night of the living dead because of that movie it went crazy other people started making zombie movies and He periodically makes movies, and it's sort of in a very irregular and long in-between interval. And when he finally gets around to making one, he not only adds to the genre, but he kind of reestablishes his rules. He's like, oh, I'm the one that has come up with this. This is is what I think about this, and where I really like uh, Day of the Dead, or not Day of the Dead, but uh, Land of the Dead and Diary of the Dead, in that much after there'd been a million zombie movies... In uh, Land of the Dead, he kind of comes in, what happens if they become sentient? That happens if this is part of the evolution. That's the beginning, or that's essentially the story of the zombies in Day of the Dead, is the experiments behind trying to make them learn at the very, I mean, essentially, it's not, they don't accomplish that task in full, but it's like, there's a, there's an idea there that, that they may be able to learn, but that's, in in Land of the Dead, that's the story. That's the story. This that's not the story of Day of the Dead. It's, it's just a side side product of it. I actually I really enjoyed Diary of the Dead, even though I didn't care for his sort of regression because there isn't any of that natural story progression that involves. I just thought it was kind of fun the way he had dickheads. It was almost like that point in his life. He's like, oh, the problem is now is that you guys don't know how to make a a room full of dickheads and then show them all dying the way that people in a theater want to see them dying, and I appreciated that, whereas I didn't appreciate uh, a natural progression, where at the end of Land of the Dead, you see the main zombie character and the main uh, human character seeing each other and identifying 
that they're going to start building territories around one another and living together. Yeah, I really think that you should revisit Day of the Dead. Because I think that a lot of the things you like about Land of the Dead were already established in, in Day, of the, in Day Dead, of the Dead. And I think delivered a little bit better. Although a little bit more silly and cheesy. Uh, it's There's laugh moments at the zombies, you know, and that are intentional. And uh, I think it detracts from its own statement a little bit. But I think that a lot of the, the statements that you're experiencing in Land of the Dead were already established in back in 1984. I... I kind of feel like he had gotten to a point that that was it, though. Like, now there's going to be an establishment of territory in Land of the Dead, whereas maybe that was his final point, and that's why he went with Diary of the Dead is, oh, now I'm going to teach you dickheads how to make a horror movie, again, or how to make a, a let's kill the teenager slasher movie. A, even survival, though, a survival horror movie. Yes, exactly, which Diary of the Dead is, a, a, I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Right. Yeah, they're all good. There you go. There's your streaming do's and don'ts. Jackie, what do you have for us this week? Because it's your turn to entertain. All right. So we have the true false. <laughs> the true false. The true. Oh, the old true false. The old true false. All right. True or false. Mark Hamill played Batman's Joker. That is a true. That is also a true. All right. Annette Benning was originally supposed to be Catwoman. Hmm. Like Eartha Kitt Catwoman, I'm guessing. Or Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Catwoman. Pfeiffer, Catwoman. Oh, I'll give I'm just going to go out on a true. Yeah, I'll go on a true on that. That is as true. Well. She became pregnant and could not fulfill the role. All right, how about that? In the Lion King, Mufasa's death was rated the most memorable death scene according to USA Today. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I would think uh, Vader, Darth Vader. Uh, I'm going with false. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go false on that too. Don't tell us the answer because I want to debate this. If we're both Correct. I would think. Just tell us true or false. False. Okay. All right. I... No, it's true. Sorry. Oh God, damn it. Oh, Mufasa. She put, a, she put us on the true, true train. Yeah. yeah. What a bunch of true, shit. True, true train. All Actually, right. Is there's more of these? Moving to the next section. Oh. <laughs> these are all going to be false, false, false. Okay, so I'm going to ask you guys individually about these ones. Is this a movie or not a real movie? Okay. Are you ready, Sammy? We're going to start with you. Pocket Ninja. Real movie. Yes. All right. Justin? Mm hmm Cheerleader Ninja. Real movie. Yeah. Sam? One O'Clock Ninja. Real movie. No. Oh. Justin? I had to stay on the true, true train. I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want to jump off early. <laughs> Justin? Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop is a classic stinker on Blu-ray, which will be a future episode of Stinker Madness, starring one Robert Zadar. So I'm taking that as a... Total true, dude. Total yep, true. That is a movie. It's a rat as shit film. Sam. No, wait. Maniac Cop stars Robert Zadar. I don't know who's in Samurai Cop, but I know it yet. Yeah, it's, yeah a, it's, a, it's a movie. Jaws in Japan. Well, I'm sure that the Japanese made a Jaws movie. This is a very misleading question. Movie or not a real movie? Real movie. Yes, it is. 2009. It, oh, no. I was thinking Cruel Jaws, which is right. also titled Jaws 5. No association to the Jaws franchise. Okay, Justin, this is your Italian. last one. Yes, ma'am. Pink Ninjas. Not a real movie. Not a real movie. Not a real movie. Bam. Movie. Justin wins. 100% of that shit. That was too easy there, darling. I just, I, I'm still blown away by the Mufasa death. Like, sure, great, but I, in hindsight, I don't remember Mufasa dying. 
Mufasa is the Lion King's dad, and he gets ran over by all the animals. Thanks for the explanation. But the I, second one that was most oh, memorable. Oh, he gets ran, ran over by the, the, or the other by animals. By all the animals. Yeah, okay, all right, now I remember it. Because he's stabbed by Scar, and Scar pushes him over the cliff. Right, and he and he saves the Lion King. Does he, Simba? Yeah, he saves he Simba, save? puts him up to safety, and then he's trying to claw his way up. And then... Oh, yes. Fuck Scar, dude. What a dick. But, I mean, Macbeth's brother. Or Hamlet's uncle, whatever you want to call him. Hamlet's uncle? Yeah, that's the same character. But the number two rated death scene was Jack Dawson from Titanic. God damn it! You mean Teen Witch's boyfriend? Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Yeah. Not Anakin Skywalker at the end of Star Wars 6, which is actually 3. Yeah, I I give... I give... I give... Vader's death more memorable. It's the first one that came to my head. Period. Oh, you know what uh, would be number two? Walk in, deer hunter. Yeah, that should be number one. That yeah. shit is not <laughs> the problem. Something is, that you like the oh. problem is that nobody ever saw it after the deer hunter came out because you can't look a man in the eye and be like, "You should watch the deer hunter." I I was able Once to do you that. See it, you can never forget it. Yeah, I know. That's one of those that you see that happen and you're like, you know what I'm gonna do tonight? Not go to bed. I'm going to watch as many movies as I can to try to scrub my brain. We should do a total dick move and just tell the the entire internet, oh, the deer hunter is a total stinker dude. You should just go out. You must see, like, you should watch the deer hunter right before you watch Deadly Prey. Like, oh, it's that much better. Don't watch Deadly Prey. Watch the deer hunter first and then just giggle ourselves in our evilness. Yeah, well, I did it to you. I was like, oh, that's a really good movie. You're like, yeah, I'm going to check that out. And then <laughs> it's got Chris Walken and Robert De Niro in it. How can it be bad? I, what, it has, what is this going on? Eight years of hearing about that recommendation. <laughs> that, was, that was a Megaforce level dick move, dude. Yeah. Like you can stop wars by just being like, hey, uh, uh, go watch the deer hunter. Or you could start wars, actually, by doing that. <laughs> go, uh, Yeah, we're friends, but go watch the deer hunter. Go watch the deer hunter. It's Invasion! Awesome. Then they send the armies across the borders to uh, In, in my defense, how that whole thing went down is that you were like, have you seen the deer hunter? And I was like, yeah, that's a really good movie. You should watch that. That's all I did. But yeah. I should have, you know, said, like, if somebody was to ask me that about Old Boy... I wouldn't say the same thing. It's a really good movie. It's, it's a, a really, really good, good movie. movie. Don't watch it. Don't Do watch, not watch it. it. You shouldn't Save watch yourself. that. When you watch that, just be ready. Like, put something in your butt. Just know that it's an amazing the end film. Of that movie. Just know that it's an amazing film, but do not watch it. So there you go. Thanks for that, Jackie. Sam, tell us about The Wraith. The Wraith was made in 1986. The poster for The Wraith is actually just Wraith. So I'm not sure if this is the Wraith or just Wraith. What's uh, what's IMDb say? All sources say that the title of the film is The Wraith. But the poster says Wraith. But every poster or DVD or VHS has Wraith. That's a classic sign of a stinker right there. It is. This film was written and directed by Mike Marvin. Mike Marvin got a promising start when he directed Hamburger the Motion Picture. Oh, that's a classic stinker as well. It is. Things subsequently went downhill, starting with his next film, The Wraith. Oh, right. (laughs) He has enjoyed 11 directorial credits. Most of them are booby movies. He did later write Hot Dog the Movie, which some hold 
as a distant second to ski school in the ski movies. You're talking hot dog with, uh, oh no, that's hot rod. No, no, hot dog. What's hot dog? It's a, it's the, someone hold it as a distant second to ski school in ski movies. I hold ski school as a distant second to better off dead. Even though there's no boobs in Better Off Dead, I just think it's funnier. And you have yet to uh, fully watch Ski Patrol, so we'll see. Oh, we'll see. I like Ski School, though. Yeah, Ski School. I like Hot Dog pretty well. I haven't seen Hot Dog. He wrote Hot Dog. He didn't uh, actually direct Hot Dog. All right. Mike Marvin also wrote the episode of MacGyver titled Target MacGyver. I don't know what happens in Target MacGyver. I've probably seen it, and I probably don't care. The Wraith does make one all-time list. Not the one you'd want to be on, though. It ranks highly on the list of film accidents. Uh-oh. Bruce Ingram, who the film is dedicated to, a camera operator, was killed, and another member of the crew was seriously injured when the camera car turned over during one of the high-speed chases. Ugh. Killed a man. Yeah, he was probably up on the hood, I'm guessing. Uh, It was the camera car, so it would have been just... The car a rig with, set up with yeah, the camera on it. Uh, too hot, then. Too hot. That thing's coming in too yeah. hot. And that's how to, uh, you know, overturn uh, not only a car, but a, a dubious career. Mm-hmm. Landis made it out of that shit. Landis did make it out of that shit. Not not out of that car accident, but he, he did accidentally kill some people. Yeah. So, sorry about that. Carlos Estevez is the star of this film. What's he from? He, he, yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about him anymore. The film also features one Sherilyn Fenn. Who Sherilyn last, Fenn, yes. Who that's last week Justin couldn't remember and claimed to be a former desire of one me. <laughs> this could not be farther from the truth, as when I looked this up and I saw Sherilyn Fenn, I remembered that Sherilyn Fenn is the one sexual desire of a high school Justin. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> For some years, all that came out of that guy's mouth is Sherilyn Fenn this, or Sherilyn Fenn that, or, you know what, guys, I can't hang out anymore because I need to go donate some semen to the Fenn Fund. (laughs) I was a big Twin Peaks fan. Fuck you, buddy. (laughs) Sherilyn Fenn was pretty hot back in the day. But, yeah, you're the one that likes her, not me. I swear to God, you were like, oh, I've been waiting to see those boobies for 20 years. No, that wasn't Sherilyn Fenn. That was somebody else. I can't remember. That. I I will remember who oh, that, that was. Oh, that was Jody Lynn O'Keefe. The it other was one the from chicken Twin cat Peaks. people that had the red hair. <laughs> and I, I liked him so much. He was uh, um, not... Uh, who's the, Superman's first girlfriend? Uh, Lana Lane. Lana Lane in, in Superman 3? Uh, I think she was in uh, Superman 2 as well. 3. Either way, I wanted to see her cans, and they huh. came out in Cat People, and I was good. All right, well, she's no Sherilyn Fenn. <laughs> yeah, well, Randy Quaid and Clint Howard co-star, as well as Nick Cassavetes, son of John Cassavetes. If you don't know the latter, spend a day at the library. Many of his films are there. Griffin O'Neill is also in this film, and yes, he is the son of one Ryan O'Neill. From such films as The Driver. The Driver. Correct. And, uh... Uh, Tatum O'Neill would then be his sister, correct? Younger sister. He's the yeah. middle. He's the the older kid. Cool. The one that didn't amount. I don't know what happened. Cast of thousands. It's something like that. When are you gonna talk about Charlie Sheen? He's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> are you Are you fucking kidding me right now? Whoa, Charlie Sheen's in this movie. I know you called him Estevez or whatever. Carlos, Carlos Estevez. Estevez. Because that's his name. His name is actually Carlos Estevez. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> now I feel like a dipshit. I'm like, nice. when is he going to bring up Charlie Sheen? Nice yeah, stat the correction there. <laughs> the guy in this Jesus. movie. 
right. Well, I now that's a good time to set this up. You got the touch. Mm-mm-mm. You got the power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with the Wraith? Because that's from Transformers, the motion picture. Stan Bush Stan is one of the Bush. many rock stars who contributes a song to this film. However, the songs in this film were not made for this film. They were just put in the movie. Who knows if they paid for them beforehand or hey, afterwards Hey, I like that Stan Bush guy. Let's put the Stan Bush guy in this movie. Uh, Get Ozzy disc. Osbourne? Oh, Ozzy's in this shit. Ozzy's in this Fucking shit. Fucking A. The crew's, damn, the crew's movie, in this shit. The, this movie really Idol is in this you. shit. Oh Everybody who was popular that had a hit, they put it in this shit. They tried to sell the soundtrack. I don't know how that went. But none of the fil- none of the songs were made for the film. The the soundtrack for this film that was made for the film was done on one keyboard. I love this movie. I don't care. As a side note, Stan Bush has 17 albums to date. Damn. And I bet you they're all called The Power. The Power 1. You know the what Power I, 2. You know the what Power I know 3. The Power about, 17. About Stan Bush? He has. The Touch. The Touch. Echo Bridge Home Entertainment is responsible for the DVD that we're going to watch when we watch this film. Echo Bridge is known for putting out shit, and mm-hmm. that speaks to the quality of this film. You don't even know. You're going to be so blown away. It's going to be so cool. Oh, Good. no. I've got this... some warm and fuzzies about this thing. <clears throat> the black car featured in the movie was a real-life technological wonder. The Dodge M4S. A joint effort of the Dodge Division, Chrysler Motors, and PPG Industries. PP. One of the highly sophisticated PPG pace cars. <laughs> PP. Of the PPG dash cart. Worst, worst business name ever. They make paint, all right? They, they do a good job. Their best seller is yellow. Oh. We're going to be yellow in here as I got to pee and we're going to run along here. Come on now. Anyway, this was made as originally they were going to put it as a pace car in the IndyCar Kart World Series, but it ends up in this film. It ends up in a couple of places. The M4S was designed and constructed at an estimated cost of $1.5 million and featured performance and technology to match that lofty figure and Innovative body design was developed by Chrysler Studios while PPG developed the finish, the paint for it, of course. Special bronze pearl paint job formulated just for this car. It's got the paint. It's got the finish. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The M4S was powered by a Chrysler 2.2 liter four-cylinder one-of-a-kind engine that exceeded 194 miles per hour. I don't see how that's possible. And 0 to 60 in 4.1 seconds. That's not Now, possible. combining both of those together, because either you got the top end or the bottom end, and they're doing both of them, apparently. Yeah, I don't know how this works. How is this not the motor that's in every car? Every car. The car is currently at the Chrysler Museum in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Uh, another fun fact. Johnny Depp, who was then dating Sherilyn Fenn, was present during the entire filming of this because he was a jackass and he was just living in their hotel. He didn't have anything else going on, so he was just living in Sherlyn Fenn's hotel room during the filming of this movie. I'm between jobs. Yeah. I'm John Depp. I'm John Depp. I love 21 Jump Streets on the Alps. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I think that was before 21 Jump Street. Although listed as uh, Plymouth Caravels in other notes, and in almost anywhere you look at it, it's listed as a Plymouth Caravel for the... Uh, 
cop cars. The cop cars are actually Dodge 600s. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. Uh, keep an eye out for a 1996 Dodge, or 1986 Dodge Daytona Turbo Z. Ah, one of those just sold at Barrett Jackson's auction for $5,500. That's a lot of money for that Seems car. Seems quite high. That's that's top dollar. It was a Chrysler Laser Turbo, but same car. Yeah. 1977 Pontiac Firebird, 1966 Barracuda, and a Triumph TR6. Apparently, the highly visible supercharger on the Firebird is non-functional. How about that? And that does me. Yeah, this movie's hot as shit. Jackie and I flopped into this on Netflix two years ago. It was on. It was one of those weird Netflix things. It was like we saw it. And it was like Charlie Sheen and Sherilyn Finn, and there's some weird car on the cover. We need to do this right now. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I've seen this. I saw this when I was a kid. This is an awesome movie. And then, like two weeks later, it was gone from Netflix, never to be seen again on that shit until it was seen on your stand outside your TV. Yes, because Jackie bought this for my birthday. That's right. I love this movie. This is one of those that if you had been exposed to, if Sherilyn Fenn's boobs weren't in it, it would have been your favorite movie when you were eight years old because your mom wouldn't let you watch it because Sherilyn Fenn's boobs were in it. Sherilyn Fenn's boobs are in this? Yes. Yeah, dude. My parents let me watch all kinds of nudity so, when I was a kid. They didn't care. Do we have to leave when you watch this? Yes. Are you, you going to masturbate during this movie? Uh, no, because I've already seen it and it's in the vault. No more masturbation than I usually do. Note it. Just normal Check levels of masturbation. This movie's being burned before we can even preview it now. It's it's burned into my brain. No! <laughs> and some of the scars on your penis. <laughs> From your gold diamond rings. Are those racing stripe? No, they're wear marks. <laughs> I, every time I watch this movie, I, I paint the side of my wiener like uh, like Stingray did in Undefeatable. You know, I gotta get I gotta get jacked, so I put on some sweet red racing stripes. You use Tabasco sauce for a lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> you just jerk yourself mad. It burns when I pee. Yeah. Not from the STDs. Uh, well, there you go. There's your show. In the meantime, get to the chopper or your Dodge M4S. Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll come back to listen more. But now we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you. You got the touch. You got the power.